Hello everyone, welcome to the Board Gaming Doctor. My name is Phil, and I will be your Board Game Doctor today. In this episode, I want to revisit a game that I played years ago and that I got the chance to play again, and this is called Decrypto. Uh, Decrypto is, is a game uh, made in 2018, designed by uh, Thomas Agenet L'Esperance, published by Le Scorpion Mask, and let's see, it's ranked overall 97. Uh, so it's in the top 100, and it's sitting pretty up there. Uh, it's been there for a while, I think. Uh, overall ranking 7.8. Uh, it's for 3 to 8 players. Weight is 1.81 out of 5. and plays them in about 15 to 45 minutes. And this is a social deduction party-style game where you are split into two teams, white and black. And with your team members, let's say you um, are giving a code, right? Uh, every Your team mates and yourself know four words that are in certain slots like the first word is is dog second word is cat you know etc and you're you're given as the coder uh, or the encryptor a certain sequence of these numbers right like four two one or one two three and you for each uh, code you're supposed to give a word that describes it like a charade type of word uh, you know, there are rules, of course, you can't rhyme or, you know, think, you know, make it too easy, right? You have to be vague, you know, enough about your clues that one, your teammates knowing which of these words are and, and looking for the connections between the clues that you're giving uh, and, for, you know, they're supposed to decode that order that you place them in and 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 make sure that they match up to, to where what you intend those words to be. But at the same time, you are giving these clues publicly, officially publicly, uh, so that the opposing team can uh, hear and see what you're saying, and they also get a chance to match it up uh, and hopefully get the right sequence that was that was given that you're given. Now they don't have the benefit of knowing what the words are as your teammates do, but as they slowly start to move throughout the game. You're using these words and giving clues over and over again about these words, and the and at the end, if they get it wrong, you know, or right, they get to see that word be put into a certain column, and so they start to make these associations. And if they get the correct sequence right that you're trying to portray, then they get a point, and the first team who gets two points uh, before the other team wins. Uh, if there is a tie. Uh, also, if your teammates you know don't get the code, then you lose a point. Basically, uh, if you lose two points, you lose. And if there is a tie at the same time, the same round, then you get to you know the the teams you know get to guess what each other's uh, code words are, and whoever gets most of them right wins, etc. And you keep going and going. And so yeah, it's all about giving clues in a manner that is understandable to your teammates, but potentially uh, misleading to the opposing team so they don't get it right when they try to line up the code and the sequence of words that you're, and clues that you're giving. So when I first played this game back a couple of years ago, I did not have a good time. I thought, you know, I, I didn't understand how the game really worked when I was taught it, I'll admit. And my team really failed because I, I didn't understand you know, that I had to put them in order or I was giving clues that were too easy for the opposing team to uh, get those right, you know. And so 
Um, it was easy for them to win against me and it was easy for myself to lose. And so I did not have a good time and it made me think that, yeah, this game, I can see it being right in the, in the right play group. Right. And I was kind of playing with some people that I didn't know very well. And, and so I put that off and did not give it a good rating. I think I gave it a four or a five. Well, a five is still a pretty good, a four, I believe is what I gave it. And then, you know, fast forward to like last week when I played this game with some close friend, closer friends and family. And we just had a really fun time uh, giving clues and, and it was, it was much more of a riot, even though, you know, perhaps we didn't do as well as we could. Maybe I, skill wise, wasn't as improved as I, as I was before, but it just seemed a lot more fun. And then I played it a second time too, understanding the rules because I had to teach it. I have a better appreciation for how this game works and why it's so clever. And to compare it to a couple of games, you have code names and so clover um, that are kind of in a similar vein with code names. You're giving clues out to your um, teammates publicly to guess uh, a number of you know connection. You use a word to connect a few different words on a board um, of different words and, you know, your teammates can have a chance to get them. Your opponents also have a chance afterwards. So Clover, you're, you know, you yourself are trying to connect two different words and four, you know, you have four words. They're each connected to two words each. You have to find, create a, a new word that connects them both to help your other teammates understand what those four words are um, easier I think it's easier seen plain than explained, uh, as often these word games are. But uh, I, I found a lot of similarities among these games. I felt like uh, I think all of them are can, or can be player dependent and group dependent. And so if you feel comfortable just kind of having a, a relaxed party time, you know, with with your friends or family, then these games will feel more fun, in my opinion. But even so, if you were to strip down to the bare mechanisms and you know see how they would play in a vacuum, um, I see the I see the uh, intricacies of Decrypto and how well it has been received, and I think it overall is a really good game. I think it's a really good experience to try to come up, and it's a good um, challenge to come up with these different words and connections that are just vague enough uh, to mislead your opponents, and so. To me, like this is probably the gold standard, and I would agree that this is probably a gold standard for party games in general. Uh, for those who do f follow board game geek rankings, as it is the number one uh, party game, I believe, and overall it's in the top one hundred. Um, if if you're kind of into that team based competitive play, then I think this game might be fun for you and your game group, but. Um, I think if you prefer a cooperative experience where everyone in the group is working together, then So Clover, I think, would fit the bill a little bit better. Uh, Code Names is still a really good game, very highly uh, appreciated by many. Um, it is a little bit more heads down and silent than um, I would say So Clover because you're talking a lot in that game amongst your teammates and it's a little bit less communicative than Decrypto, even though there are times when you really have to kind of bear down and think, but you still have the opportunity to speak a little bit. 
both to be overheard by your teammates and your opponents into crypto. So it's somewhere in the middle there uh, versus codenames, which is a very much more um, of a silent, um, thinky type of party game, right? And so um, I enjoy all three of these uh, Decrypto. I think I now give it a seven out of ten. I think it's um, I think it it fits really well. the The challenge of creating those words and those clues are very interesting. And the dynamics that you have with your teammates as well as your opponents make this game. Um, I feel like it it does deserve its spot now that I've played it with people that I feel more comfortable with. And you can play it on Board Game Arena. It's really interesting how they implemented there uh, to be not only use different languages, but also uh, when you're playing with random strangers, you know, you can chat and and talk amongst them through text or even audio if you have premium and the way that they handle the clue giving and everything looks really nice. And so that is something to check out if you're interested in trying this game. So and that's Decrypto, um, really fun game. Uh, yeah, a seven out of ten for me just because, uh, you know, they're isn't too much more to explore in this game rather than, you know, other than the, uh, the language, um, connections that you're trying to make, you know, it's not as strategically depth, uh, as, uh, or lengthy as, you know, some of the other games that I prefer. And so if I were to gather with some friends, I would rather play those games than a party game, but in the right group, in the right context, this game does really well. And uh, I think I'll continue to enjoy it. I think everyone else that I played with really enjoyed it. And so I most likely will play this more. <laughs> Maybe that rating will go up. So those are my thoughts now on revisiting Decrypto. Thank you for listening to this episode and hope you schedule an appointment with your board gaming doctor real soon. Take care.